Thank you for lives transformed. Thank you because the body of Christ is being edified. We give you all the glory and honor in Jesus' mighty name. Someone shouted, Amen. Just before we get seated, I want us to celebrate Pastor Poju and Pastor Toy. Thank you for thank you for always encouraging me, especially uh, it's been on a sustainable basis. Thank you so much for yielding to the body of Christ. Uh, this is not politics; it's kingdom. Thank you so much, sir, for defying the odds. And Pastor Toy, I appreciate you for your simplicity. Modesty, thank you so much. Let's put our hands together some more for Pastor Fredu and Pastor. And for making it uh, this afternoon online, on site, on your, on your vehicle, on your office, on your table, wherever you are, on site. Let's put our hands together for ourselves for making it wherever you are, whether you are sitting on your table or you're under the bed and you're part of this WAF bed. Glory to God. Can we jog a bit? Are we ready? We're going to do like 20. Are you, are you good? No sleeping. No. One, two, three, four, five, six, 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 seven, eight, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, 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 fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, nineteen point one, nineteen point. 20! Please put your hands together for Jesus. Amen. You may please be seated. Funds are coming in in Jesus' name. He will restore to us the years that we had missed. I believe as Pastor, Pastor Andy, thanks for blessing us. Let's appreciate Pastor Andy for blessing us so much. I, I believe that restoration is coming this particular year. Many things that you had missed for the last five years, seven years, God is just summing it up with compensation and it's landing on your laps in the name of Jesus Christ. Monies are coming, favor on, in every direction, promotion, healings, all kinds of blessings. They are rushing at us. And as they come, we must be able to hold it down. We are talking about manifesting the kingdom of God. First Peter chapter 3 verse 1 we realize that our behavior, our character, will impact people more than the words we speak. If we must impact our nations, impact our environment, impact our society, if the body of Christ must truly be salt and light, then we need to pay some more attention to our behavior. Talking about the fruit of the Spirit, our actions or our behavioral patterns will influence people and transform people more than the things we say. First Peter chapter 3, verse 1. First Peter chapter 3. Likewise, you wives, be in subjection to your own husbands, that if any obey not the word, they also may, without the word, be won by the conversation of the wives, that means we win people over even without speaking. If we must manifest the kingdom of God this season, this decade, then we must realize that it goes beyond our words. Pastor Andy says, we are the carriers of the kingdom. Very correct. 
you, we are the representation of God's kingdom. So the influence of that kingdom is predicated on who you are and the way you behave. It's either you are damaging the influence or you are influencing the influence. And we realize that a lot of people are watching us, but we don't know. So that scripture says, okay, your husband does not obey the word, but you can win him over without the word. Can we have that in NIV or any other version? So we, we, we must realize that character is so much important this season. Let's have NIV uh, on, on the screen, NIV. So the, the, the enemy uh, will try to uh, influence your behavior so that the kingdom will not have influence. So in your office, the way you do things can either get people there saved or hinder their salvation. And then beyond um, the influence of the kingdom, we're also running a race. We're in a race. And we must, determine, we must be determined to fulfill that uh, destiny by finishing strong. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, we'll read first six verses. I, I discovered a major difference between Joseph and Samson. Joseph had wisdom, but Samson had power. But Joseph was able to sustain the blessings coming because things are rushing at us. In Yoruba land, Yoruba is West Africa, I mean, from West Africa. West Nigeria. They say, What does that mean? It means it's not really problems that kill people, it's over excitement. <laughs> so when blessings are coming, and they are coming, but we need to train up on how to hold on so that it's, it will remain. Joseph had a fantastic legacy. Samson had all the power, jumping up and down, but he didn't end well. First Corinthians 10, quickly, verse 1 to 6. Glory to God. I do not want to be, you know, the fact, brothers, that our forefathers were all under the cloud and they all passed through the sea, verse 2. They were all baptized to Moses in the cloud and in the sea, verse 3. They all ate the same spiritual food, verse 4 and drank the same spiritual drink, for they drank from the spiritual rock that accompanied them, and that rock was Christ. Verse 5. Nevertheless, God was not pleased with most of them. Their bodies were scattered over the desert. On their journey, many of them could not make it to the end. Now, verse 6. Now, these things occurred as examples. Now, that's what, that was what got my attention. That, okay, it's Old Testament. They had some issues. Okay, I'm, I'm now a New Covenant child. I'm a New Testament fool. But when Paul is saying that these things occurred as examples to keep us from setting our hearts on evil things as they did. That means there are so much lessons we can learn from them that your journey is not to end in the desert or the wilderness. You must enter your own Canaan. Holy and completely. So there are lessons to learn. Monies are coming. Greatness is here. Prosperity is coming in a new way, in a bigger way. But we want to sustain it 
And you know, the, the, uh, uh, Paul says, we are not ignorant of the devices of Satan. The enemy wants to scuttle people's journey, their race. Somebody's doing well now. He's looking at somehow how that success becomes ex-success. How that prosperity disappears. How that person's testimony is defiled so that others cannot be influenced. And we must stand guard. We must stand guard. There are areas I want to mention and then we'll pray uh, this afternoon. The first one I want to say is beware of sharing God's glory. As you give God all the glory, not some of the glory, the glory multiplies. As promotion shows up in January, as the ministry begins to multiply, as influence and impact begins to increase, you must learn to give God all the glory. That is one way to sustaining it or increasing it. Acts chapter 12. Glory to God. Acts chapter 12 verse 21. Many run into pride when they see fruits, when they see results, when they see money, when they see increase. On an appointed day, Herod, wearing a royal robe, sat on his throne and delivered a public address to the people. Verse 22. They shouted. Now, that is where the problem comes, people. Beware of grateful people. Am I okay? People will always celebrate you. Oh, you sang well. Anytime you sing, the Holy Ghost comes in a different way to church. I know you're not the choir leader, but there's something about you, and you're the, mm, mm. Mole, mole. You know what mole means in, in English? I'm, I'm powerful. Look at that verse. Look at that verse. Look at that verse. They shouted, it's the voice of a God, and not of a man. Verse 23, immediately, because, now that is the reason, because Herod did not give praise to God, and the angel of the Lord struck him down and he was eaten by worms and died. KJV says he did not give glory to God. So beware of grateful people. It's okay, people celebrate you, but when it's coming, you don't have capacity to receive glory. So only God has that capacity. So what we do is we return, not some. Not that I even know for my Harvard certificate I got two years ago, I, I wouldn't be at this level. <laughs> glory must go to him and then God moves you to another phase. I pray that we will go from glory to glory in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Daniel chapter 4 verse 29. All of the glory. At the end of 12 months, this is Nebu, Nebuchadnezzar, this is a Nebu man. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I'm sorry. Yes. Nebu? Brother Nebu? I'm sorry, please. <laughs> Twelve months later, as the king was walking on the roof of the royal palace of Babylon, verse 30, he said, It's not this the great Babylon I have built as the royal residence by my mighty power and for the glory of my majesty. <laughs> the words were still on his lips when a voice came from heaven. This is what is decreed to you, King Nebuchadnezzar. Your royal authority has been taken from you. Verse 32, you will be driven away from people and you will live with wild animals. You will eat Summary, you will do zoology for seven years. <laughs> yes, seven years. You will do BSc, 
you have your master's degree, and when you start your PhD in practical zoology, you return. Verse 33. <laughs> 33. Immediately, what he had said about the canal was fulfilled. He was driven away from people. He had grass and like cattle. His body was drenched with dew from heaven until his hair grew, blah, blah, blah. 34. At the end of seven years. Now, this, this is mercy. Herod did not enjoy this. This is mercy. At the end of seven years, I Nebuchadnezzar, what did he do? Raised my eyes to what? That is what he should have done seven years ago. All the businessmen in the house, when money's come in, everything is turning over properly. You know, you get into your office, you lift your hands to heaven. He said, and my sanity was restored. Then I praised the Most High. I honored and glorified him who lives forever. He, so you can talk like this, Nebu. <laughs> I didn't know you are this poetic. Look at it. Then I praise the Most High. I honor and glorify Him who lives forever. His dominion uh -uh, is an everlasting dominion. To God be the glory. You have been doing great things in my life. Hey! When you start from here, you have seven years of uninterrupted prosperity. Verse 35, verse 35, 35, 35, 35. All the people of the earth are regarded as nothing. He does as he pleases with the power of heaven and the people of the earth. No man can hold back his hand or say to him, what have you done? Verse 36, at the same time, my sanity was restored. My honor and splendor were returned to me for the glory of my kingdom. My advisors and nobles sought me out, and I was restored to my throne and became even greater than before. When we give him all the glory, the glory multiplies. Verse 37, 37, 37, 37. Now, I nebu praise and exalt and glorify the king of heaven because everything he does is right and all his ways are just. And those who walk in pride is able to humble. So at the root of not giving God the glory is arrogance and pride. Isaiah 14 verse 12. So pride is a capital enemy of progress with God. And as we begin to experience his hand, his restoration, his liftings, you must beware of the viral virus <laughs> called pride. It's worse than COVID-19. Isaiah 14 verse 12. How have you fallen from heaven, O morning star? Son of the dawn, you have been cast down to the earth. You once laid low the nations. Verse 13. You said in your heart, it starts from the heart, I will ascend to the heaven. I will raise my throne above the stars of God and I will sit and throne on the mount of assembly or on, on, on the utmost heights of the sacred mount. That's Satan speaking. I will ascend. Do you see the I? I, I will ascend above the tops of the clouds. I will make myself like the most high. Verse 15. But you are brought down to the grave. And then you find the Son of God, he humbled himself to the lowest, and he has highly exalted him. But this guy wants to exalt himself. Never outgrow servanthood. In your offices, in your business, never outgrow uh, the servant's heart. Never outgrow being able to be corrected. If you cannot be corrected, you can't be great. You must be willing to learn from anybody and anywhere. Proverbs 16, 18. Pride goes before a fall. Pride goes before... That's heavy, sir. Pride 
goes before destruction, not a fall. So behind the destruction that we ex that people experience, we can see the symptoms as some other things. But the real diagnosis, or oh, diagnosis, pride, pride. Proverbs twenty nine, verse one. So during this great week, uh, Wafbeck week, corrections we come, instructions we come. Be humble to learn. Be humble to learn. Be correctable. Proverbs 29 verse 1 says, um, a man who remains stiff-necked after many rebukes will suddenly be what? So sudden calamity is, is not the problem. The real problem is agediciousness. <laughs> That's a derivative of the Yoruba language. Agediciousness. It's, it's, it means you are agedicious. <laughs> Beware of careless living. Hebrews 12, verse 16. It's time for us to close up the cracks. He says, See that no one is sexually immoral or is godless like Esau. Can we, can we have this in NKJV? Um, and, okay, thank you. For, he said, no, no, verse 16. Lest there be any fornicator or profane, profane person like Esau, who for one morsel of food sold his birthright. Birthright can be sold. He said, for you know afterwards, uh, when he wanted to inherit the blessing, he was rejected. For he found no place for repentance, though he sought it diligently with tears. No, no, people say immorality is bad. Yes, immorality is bad. But do you know that Esau did not commit sexual immorality? That wasn't the, that's not the only thing that people sell their birthright for. His own watched food. 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 How can they say we should do 21 days fasting? What kind of wickedness. All these pastors, they are wicked people. God is always telling them 21. <laughs> <laughs> Ezekiel 16, verse 49. People sell their birthright for idleness, laziness, for some gluttony, for many pride, for some sexual immorality. But it's, it, you can sell it because there's a value on it. High value. Look at the, I, when I saw this, I, I, it shook me because when I hear Sodom and Gomorrah, I'm always thinking immorality, infidelity. But the problem of Sodom was more than that. Ezekiel 16, 49. Look, this was the iniquity of your sister Sodom. She and her daughter had what? I didn't know. Fullness of... Abundance of and plenty of selfishness. Oh, this was so. So it's not that um, you you can sell it for idleness. There's no future for the lazy. Please stay on that that scripture. I beg you in Jesus' name. Uh, and then he says, pride was the first one. Fullness of food. One version says gluttony. You can't fast. I don't know any time I fast by 12.30, my, my intestines begin to twitch. That's a, that's a twitching. 
And my, my doctor said, when I said tweet, I should use food to tweet it by. Hey! And then you place your work clock in front of you because of fasting, working and monitoring the time. What is the time? 3.30, your will soon be free. No. Paul says, I pummel my body. Can we stay on that verse? Um, uh, so, next verse, verse 50, said they were hurting, pride again, arrogance, and did detestable things. Those are the morality things that we know from Genesis. Therefore, I did away with them, as you are saying. So, don't sell your birthright for laziness, for pride. When, and Pastor Andy, thank you so much, uh, is, the, is the growing in the Holy Spirit that suppresses the flesh. The flesh profits nothing. But the Spirit gives life. Beware of unholy adventure. First Peter 5.8. First Peter 5.8. It says, it says, be sober, be vigilant for your adversary. The enemy is walking about as a roaring lion looking for whom to devour. We will not be devoured in the name of Jesus. He doesn't have anybody on their list. It's just who is available. We will not be available in the name of Jesus Christ. Pastor Andy, I wonder what happened. I will ask Jesus when we get to heaven. Why did he pray for Peter and he didn't pray for Judas? Prayerlessness will, will wreck any destiny. What rescued Peter was prayers. He said, I prayed for you that your faith should not fail, but when you have returned to me, strengthen your brethren. But there's no place where he prayed for Judas. He did not survive it. No wonder Jesus said, watch and pray, lest you enter into temptation. Surround yourself with intercessors. Make use of the resources around you. You have friends that are close to your heart. You have your parents, if they are still alive. Learn to ask people to pray for you. We need all the energies in the spirit for the wickedness of the hour. I tell my mom, and mommy, pray, pray. I must not follow, pray. I give you money every month. That money must not stop. For you not to stop, for you to even increase, pray. And she will say, I'm, I'm on it. Be on it, mommy. I tell my wife, babe, anytime you pray, God answers. Maybe you're, you are holier than me. I don't know. But pray. That input, that input. I tell my PA, pray for me now. Pray, pray now. Can't you pray for me? What is that? Pray for me. Two are better than one, for they have a better reward for their labor. All these friends you have that just gist and gist, put yourself in their prayer item. And you tell them, not that you, are, you tell them, I'm having issues in my office, I need wisdom. Tomorrow morning when you are praying, ask God to give me wisdom, correct sense. <laughs> Glory to God. Beware of filthy lucre, money. I think, sir, it was that money part that spoiled Judas' story. That's the only thing I can see in the equation. And from in, in, in our nation now, we have a money sickness. In terms of filthy lucre. And most believers should, should deliver themselves from this virus. Money. Lost for money. You go to the airport just to present your passport. Stamp my passport and you're already asking me. What kind of disease is this? 
Ah, what kind of thing? I'm just coming in. You don't even know why. Ah, how are you? What did you bring? What is that? <laughs> you are carrying somebody's bag for him. Hospitality. Simple. And as you are carrying the bag with him, you are negotiating with him. Okay? What, what, what do you bring for us? What is that? What is that? What is that? What is that? You don't know how bad it is until you go to some other nations. I see people serving you without asking for anything. Just to open the door, the restaurant for me to enter happy weekend. Not to give me happy weekend, but to steer me to give you money. We have to stop it. And it must start with you in the name of Jesus Christ. Money sickness. Looking for instant gratification. Rewards come from God. Your reward will always come for self. Pastor Toy, Akan did not survive it. Most people that enter this vi- that this virus entered or they entered the virus in the scripture that I know, they did not live to enjoy the money. Check it out. Look at Gehazi. Second Kings chapter 5, verse 20. Second Kings 5:20, quickly. But Gehazi, the son of Elisha, man of, the man of God, said, Behold, my, my master had spared Naaman this Syrian, that's the general. He not receiving at his hands that which he brought. But as the Lord liveth, I will run after him and take something from him. <laughs> like a Nigerian. So Gehazi pursued Naaman. When Naaman saw him running after him, he got down from the chariot to meet him and said, Is everything well? Verse 22. And he said, All is well, oh. my master has sent me. Lies. Say indeed, just now, two young men of the Son of Prophet have come to me from the mountains of Ephraim. Please give them a talent of silver and two changes of garments. So Naaman said, oh please, don't even take one. Take two talents. And he urged him and bound two talents of silver in two garments. Sorry, in two bags <laughs> with two changes of garments and handed them to, to, to two of his servants and they carried them ahead of him. When he came to the citadel, he took them from their hand and stored them in Switzerland bank. Sorry. Sorry. And stored them. Suck away. <laughs> then he let the men go and they departed. Verse 25. Now when he went in and stood before his master, Elisha said to him, Where did you go? From where I come from, Bolotimbo. Yes, I said, your servant did not go anywhere. Next verse, please. Your servant did not go anywhere. Then he said to him, did not my heart go with you? When the man turned back from his chariot to meet you, is it time? That means his time was coming. We were to have Elijah, Elisha, Gehazi. Is it time? Is it time? Your time is coming. What you will receive is more than money. Is it time, Gehazi, to receive money, to receive clothing, olive gloves, vineyard, sheep, and oxen? You are supposed to inherit double of Elisha. But you are running ahead of your time. You are looking for harvest when it's not yet due. Is it time? Now, like the next verse. Therefore, the leprosy of Naaman shall cling to you and your descendants forever. And he went out from his presence. Leprous as well as normal. So that morning night, if he buys Ferragamo on leprosy, how beautiful is that? Riches without honor. Salvatore Ferra 
gamu on leprous hand. Judas did not spend the money. Did he spend the money? Ananias and Sapphira, did they spend the money? So watch it. When they are moving money in your office and they tempt you, the devil is very wicked. He will tell you, take the, take the money, take the $10,000. By three weeks' time, you will return it. You know, just move it. And you know it's a lie. You know it's stealing. Now, the same devil telling you to take it, that in three weeks' time you return it, is the same person who go and tell management to check the books next week. Wicked devil. He's telling you three weeks. I said, so it's true. They don't, they don't normally ask about this thing until three weeks' time, so I can, I can move it. And then you move. And the same devil go and talk to the MD. Let's check the books on time. Just as we're closing the year, let's just do something. And then they call you for the books. Say, hey. I asked your oh God, do you have to do it now? Yes, we have to do it now. And then and someone's career can be spoiled like that for, for many years. Beware of covetousness. Beware. This thing is a deadly. When you are always thinking about money, what you will get, what you will get. Money is coming. Money is coming. But when it comes, you can profit from wrong and profit from right. Let's close this afternoon. We must also learn to overcome discouragement. One of the major attacks the enemy brings to, to derail the Christian is discouragement. Discouragement itself is a, it's like John the Baptist to the real thing he wants to do. So when you see discouragement, fight it. Many things you are trusting God for at times. Look at last year. I mean, it's just, somebody said delete it. Look at last year. You can, you, Trusting God for money, marriage, or whatever it is, there can be delays, there can be detours. People can also disappoint you. And those things, if you allow them to get into your heart, you can lose faith. You can the enemy can move you to start taking shortcuts. They call it compromise. But the real the real attack is discouragement. You're a pastor of a church, you prayed for growth, you fasted 45 days, sorry, born on Jesus Christ, you felt if you can do 45 days, you have more results than Jesus Christ, you prayed, you did everything, and then 13 people became 12 and a half. <laughs> a pastor came to me one day and said, I ran to you just to rescue me today. I went to see another pastor in this city, and he says he wants to take me somewhere. He said, where is the where? He described it, it's more like a, like a ritualist place. And that pastor said to that other younger pastor, all power belongs to God. <laughs> he said it to me. So, whether it's from that place or from the Holy Spirit, it's power from God. He said, I ran to you to just help me. I was even too shocked to start to help him in the first place. But when, there is, when you experience delay, when you experience detours, when people that you, you look up to, you look up to so, so seriously, disappoint you. It could be a clergy. It could be somebody that's been a deacon for 100 years. It could, be, it could be somebody that you've known. When they disappoint you, if you're not careful, it can wreck your journey. Because the question is, if so and so can do that, if so and so can do that, then what is, my, what is the reason for my journey? Hebrews 12. Verse 2. Looking unto who? Never allow another man's race tamper with your race. 
Every Christian is trying, growing to become like Christ. They are not Christ. Yet. <laughs> Hebrews 12. To looking to who? Not to a deacon. Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Because disappointments will always come from people. People will fall by the wayside. Things will happen along the way. But who are you looking at? Jesus. He should be the center of it all. Ah, ah, if pastor don't like what is happening in the body of Christ, everything is down. People are backsliding. Uh, the body of Christ has problems. The body of Christ does not have problems. He said, I will build my church. Uh, and the gates of hell, you can't, help, you can't help Jesus more than Jesus. But I've seen people all in the name of trying to help the body of Christ from falling, falling. Before you came, they've been standing. Roman Empire, all kinds of empires have come and gone. The body of Christ is still waxing strong. So don't, don't use your Christianity based on what you see on social media. I, can't, I don't know what is wrong with all these pastors. This is preposterous. This is unbecoming. This is anti-Christ. You don't need, just make sure you look to Jesus. Remember this. When Elijah was reacting to God, he said, I'm the only one serving you. I've been doing this. God said, shh. Shh. I have 7,000. Ah, not 70, sir. That your neighbor is not serving God does not mean there are no thousands in the next street serving him. Oh, we pray for the body, areas where we need to intervene, we intervene. But remember this, the body of Christ can never be weak. Ever. Jesus is alive. And the body of Christ does not need any politician to survive. I hope all my, our global friends are listening. They can use someone that blows the trumpet and they can use someone that beats time. I use anybody at any time. Let's not cage Jesus into you know our own boxes on earth. It's more than that. When I saw seven thousand in scripture, I shook. Ah, so that you are not doing well does not mean seven million are not doing it. So the earlier you start doing it well, the better for you. For you, for you, for you. <laughs> not looking at any man, political party, politician. We pray for the body. We pray for the nation. We don't try to help God. No, it's hard. I close with this. Galatians 6 uh, verse 1. I hope you're happy with me this afternoon. Galatians 6 verse 1. Brethren, if any man be overtaken in any trespass, you who are spiritual, restore such a person. In the spirit of? KJV says, in the spirit of meekness. <laughs> Why should you be like that? He said, stay on the verse one, please. He said, you don't talk like you can never fall. Never. No, you don't talk like that. 
He said, restore, thank you, stay on verse 1. He says, restore such and one in the spirit of what? Meekness. Why? Considering yourself. Anytime you behave like you can never, never, can never steal. <laughs> Arrogant attitude. You know, Peter was telling God, Jesus, oh, that's my feeling this, in this, our core group. I stand. <laughs> Jesus said, Peter, relax. He said, I, I didn't start following you today. I can die for you. Ah, Peter, relax. Oh, guy, you don't understand. <laughs> Thank God Jesus prayed for him. And he was very sincere. So a young girl came to meet him. A young girl. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> I saw you at one back. <laughs> you, are, you are with the master. Peter said, me? No, it looks like me. It's not me. <laughs> that was why he cried. Perhaps many would have fallen under the same temperature, time, situation. But what we pray about, sir, is to avoid the temperature, time, and pressure that meets our weakness. Yes. That we pray about because under certain pressures, Time, you might even do worse than that person. Oh, God. Sir, so why is it that it was when um, David was going to check the palace at the top? Why was it that it was that time that woman too was going to take her bath? Why? Why? If you never saw something that day, this story would have been different. So what we pray for what we are interceding for ourselves and people is to scatter the equation that as I'm going up, the tap will not work for her. Because if the tap did not work, you won't see you. Why, why, why was it at the same time? You know, it's like a movie. He was going to the top of the palace. And then she too with her towel. And then under the same time, and he looked, said, eh, Kirei. He looked again, ah! What if she stumbled on the staircase? What if somebody called her for just five minutes? The story has been different. Rise up on your feet. Look at your neighbor, ask for their name. If they can tell you, I mean, with the mask. If their name is Nebuchadnezzar, it's okay. <laughs> Carry that person's name and lift them before the Lord. If you're at home, in your office, maybe it's your wife you're going to pray for, but just carry that person's name and pray for them. That you will finish strong. You will not just succeed, you will sustain it and go from glory to glory. You're not praying for yourself, my friend. That person, that person's name, just, just, the devil is is mad, you know? You are, you are, you are just cross-pollinating spiritually. Pray for that person that they will work stronger. Jesus said to Peter, I have prayed for you. 
preserve his marriage, preserve our marriage, preserve this business, Lord. Bless him financially. Restore him. Let him continue to work strong in the spirit. Keep him standing, Holy Spirit. Keep her standing, Holy Spirit. Energize his spirit. Energize her work with you. Energize, energize, energize this person, Lord. Let this be their best year. Let it be their best year. Let it be the, their best year so far. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You've been faithful, Lord, from the ages past. You've been faithful, Lord. From the ages past. That is why. That is why.